Hi guys, James Wilson-Taylor here and welcome to the Rock Sound Podcast. This is where you can catch up on all our latest interviews and today's guests are our current Rock Sound cover stars from Lorna Shaw. We have Will and Adam. They talk to me about the huge success of their recent single To The Hellfire, their big new album plans. They just actually finished recording that new record that's coming up back in December. Plus we look forward to their big UK tour. It's just been pushed back but should be coming later in the spring. Lots and lots of exciting stuff there and like i say they are on the cover of the magazine so you can go and pick that up right now comes with two alternative covers loads of exclusive photos a big double-sided poster and a world exclusive t-shirt design get it right now over at shop.rocksound.tv really worth checking that one out guys i'll be back at the end to tell you a little bit more but in the meantime let's just get right to it shall we here they are in their own words talking all things lorna shore this is will and adam Good to see you guys. Good to see you guys. Uh, Will, we were just talking about this before we started, but I've got to give you a shout out for that incredible background you've got going on. That is some wallpaper, my man. Thank you. I actually, I drew it uh, like a year ago. Uh, Yeah, I actually, I went on a a drawing spree and was like, you know, I'm just going to draw all over my walls because like one day I'll paint over it, you know, but like for now I'm just going to draw all over it. It'll be great. And I actually did the whole wall. And I was like, you know what? This is actually kind of a cool background. I should use it. That was like a quarantine project, yeah? Yes, it was my quarantine project. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're just like mindlessly drawing all over your wall. I remember I just kept seeing updates of whatever that is. You see? Now you know. He, Adam confirms it. It's true. <laughs> yeah, and I remember like, I think we, just, we just got back from tour. And it was just like photos or videos of him just like... I'm drawing on my wall and I'm like, what? And then it's like, you're just drawing on this one. It's like, well, I've already drawn all these other walls. And I'm like, well, wait, hold on. Let's dial this back a second. You've been drawing on walls for a while. So yeah, he's been, he's been at this Pablo Picasso <laughs> wallpaper for a while. <laughs> it's a good lockdown project to have, man. Keep things interesting. Keep your place interesting when we're stuck there a little bit longer. I like that a lot, dude. That's good. Well, I mean, exciting time to talk to you both, man. I mean, obviously, we're delighted to have you guys on the cover of the magazine at the minute. And it feels like a good moment because you guys, I guess, are starting to to get back into the swing of things. You know, there's been a lot of blockades, a lot of stoppages for everybody over the last couple of years. But I know you guys, you got to do some live shows at the end of last year. I know that you've been working on the album stuff. It must be a nice place you guys are in at the minute where it feels like feels like things are kind of ticking along again a little bit, right? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Uh, <laughs> I think. I don't know. It, I mean, it was definitely nice to, to, to go out and, and play shows, um, go on tour, because I feel like we kind of got in and got out at the right time because then shortly after when we were in the studio other tours were happening and then people were having to like end those early and everything else like that so I think we it was definitely nice to kind of feel like you're a musician again not just like staring at computer screens every single day so it was definitely nice to play in front of people and go on tour and do what I guess we're so used to so uh definitely looking forward to being able to do more of that this year because I'm just kind of ironically enough looking forward to tour which like I would never imagine I would say that because I'm always like I can't wait to be home and do nothing and then now it's just like man tour can't come soon enough yeah I'll bet well particularly when you know you've had this kind of transitional moment which we'll come on to but also these new songs I mean my god I mean it's been said to death already but the reaction to these new songs dude like it's so so satisfying to see um Will talk to me a little bit about that because you know you must have seen the huge online reaction to to particularly to the hellfire I suppose oh dude it it blew up like out of nowhere you know what I mean it's one of those things where 
you listen to a song a million times, you're like, oh yeah, this shit's good. But you know, you don't think about like how, you know, what the impact of what other people are going to think about it. So like as soon as it dropped and then it started going like viral on Instagram and then it was like on freaking TikTok. Then that's when it really blew up all over the place. So it was, it was really honestly like amazing. You know, I, I, I didn't expect it to go as, as huge as it did, but I'm, I couldn't be happier. Let's put it that way. We're in place. Yeah, what's lovely, and you guys kind of said it a bit in the magazine interview as well, is that, uh, you know, it's it, it's not often, a lot of the times when bands, they have kind of a bigger hit and they kind of stand out here that, you know, they kind of get known by. Um, it's not necessarily the one that they love the most, but you guys are so, so proud of this song. It's one of your proudest musical moments. It's so nice when it takes off that way and kind of has this bigger, wider success. Um, Adam, talk to me, I guess, a little bit about beginning the writing process with that track in particular, because it, it feels right for you guys and felt like a real... A real special moment i think so far uh i think like that was like a kind of like recycled song in the studio like we had the other two songs like pretty much solidified and like that was the last song we wrote and it was like it was just a bunch of different parts from other things that we just kind of like threw together um yeah it really was it was just kind of just like you just throw like a concoction to make a dish it was just like well i have leftover chicken i have some rice i have this stuff i have that stuff like, what do I do with it? Oh, it just makes this thing. And then you call it a burrito. Um, and that's kind of basically what, how that happened. Because the other two songs we went over with the fine tooth comb. And I definitely feel like if I had to rate the songs, Hellfire is probably not my favorite. But, like, they're all great songs. But, like, I think it's just, I don't know. There's Maybe because there's more time in, into the other songs than it wasn't into that one. Um, so it's just crazy to think that, like, how... It, it turned out, but no one could have planned any of it. We didn't like sit there in the studio being like, ooh, we got this concoction, we're gonna figure it out. It's just like, we just did what you do and just write a song and then like, you know, listening to it, hearing all three songs and, and it would be like this time last year when like we're just listening to the roughs of the song and I'm starting to write the solos to it that I'm just like, all right, cool, this is a cool song. And like, that's kind of like how I felt. And I still feel like about it, but it's just, it's just crazy to think that like, you may think something about something and someone else may be like, this is the greatest thing and like vice versa. Like there are songs that like I absolutely love and, and all of our discography that like it just didn't go over well. So you you can't really predict it. You don't really know. And I think when you try to like predict it, you're just gonna fall flat on your feet. Personally, at least. No, so so true. And I guess I guess that's the kind of key details is you guys being satisfied with it, particularly when you know, as we've said and as everyone kind of knows, it was a big transitional period for the band. You know, Will's only kind of right. just come into the group at that point, and it's it's got to be nice to feel like with these three songs in particular, it's like, oh, this clicks, this works. You know, it's always a risk when you when you have these these moments where things are changing around a little bit. Um, I guess, Will, you know, how, how was your feeling around those early days and everything? Did it feel like there were any, any particular moments where it did click or was it just a natural kind of feeling with you guys? Um, I remember just like sitting down in studio. They had like a couple different studios or like one that they were actually tracking and then one where I was just like putting rough vocals down. And like, obviously hearing the songs, like I was like, oh, you know, these songs are good, but you know, you never know how you, when you're actually writing over it, like how it's actually going to intertwine or if they're going to clash and whatnot. But, you know, I, I remember as soon as I sat down and I started just like putting vocals over these songs, especially like To the Hellfire was one of the easiest ones for me because that, that was the first one that I, I started on. It was just like it came out so naturally. It was like, all right, boom. Uh, let me put a fast part here. Oh, boom. Look at that. Oh, this feels like this should go next. Oh, wow. Look at that. It, it, it fits perfectly with what's going on. You know what I mean? And it was it was really it was it was uh, I felt like like I was one with it. You know what I mean? Like it was. 
I don't know what the word that it is that I'm looking for right now, but it was like a, it was a flow. We were flowing. Let's put it that way. It you was were flowing. It, you were vibing. That's, that's yeah. The yeah. Word. Yeah. Definitely worked. It's so nice when that works out like that, guys. It really is. And, and you can see it through on the other tracks as well and on the EP here. I want to mention, you know, the title track on there, and I return to nothingness. I am, it's it's a cliched question, but I am genuinely fascinated why people pick album titles, EP titles, and, and especially when it's already a song that's on there, why do you pick a song like that and a title like that to sum up a grander collection? You know, talk to me, I guess, a bit about writing that title track and, again, like I say, why you thought that summed up this this first taster of this new era of the band, I suppose. Um, so I guess that was my brainchild a little bit. I, I kind of got lost, like, in a rabbit hole for, like, four hours trying to figure out, like, song titles. And I remember I was just really attached to, like, doing, like, a kind of poetic structure of song names so like the song names itself kind of make a poem if you will to kind of sum up and wrap up like the lyrical concept so obviously the album in, in a very simple form is death um afterlife rebirth so and i return to nothingness it's like you returning back to the world but like the world basically at that point in time especially if you think about like 2020 and like early 2021 was like you were literally doing absolutely nothing so like you're returning to just a kind of meaningless life is kind of how I, how I saw it just personally not like that's what the lyrics are about but to me it just felt like we're just returning back to what was just basically nothing you know you just kind of oh great I'm, I'm being reborn into this shit storm that's his life you know and, and that's just kind of how and for me that's just like when I'm looking at all three titles I'm just like to the hellfire EP nah of the abyss EP that's okay but and I return to nothing if that just felt like had a strong like statement and that just to me just kind of what stood out for me so I was like, okay, like this team seems to make like the most most sense. Yeah, definitely makes a lot of sense. And something again, you guys have been talking a lot about in the magazine is the kind of the freedom of your working process here. And I mean, Will, I guess for you, obviously, you, you know, you won't have seen the working process going years back with the band, but you must have felt that kind of that freedom, that ease to, I guess, experiment a little bit. You know, this is quite a theatrical EP in a lot of ways. It's really interesting the kind of juxtaposition there. Yeah, I will tell you, I am. I was not used to the amount of freedom that I had because I usually I'm used to very, very much working. Very, I remember telling the band this way. I work very closely with uh, your previous bands and like, just like everybody in the band kind of thing. So I remember specifically sitting down, like I'm hearing them working on the tracks, and I'm in the other room, like, all right, I got like freaking three album or freaking EP concepts, like. What are what should we do here? And they're like, do whatever you want. And I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I can just do whatever I want. They're like, dude, just kind of just do whatever you want. And it'll come out whatever, like the best that you could that you do it. You know what I mean? It's like you have no obstructions like that are stopping you. It's gonna come out the best that you're capable of doing it. And and uh yeah, honestly, it was it was amazing. Like the freedom, having that freedom was scary at first. It was horrifying. But then once it came out and it was done, I was like, yes, this is how it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? And, and uh, yeah, having, having that kind of freedom is crazy. And I, I think that's what brings Lorna, all the little aspects of Lorna out, you know, from every single person in the band and then brings it together to make that burrito kind of thing. And I love the burrito, burrito metaphor. Let's keep rolling yeah, with that. that. that is, it's so burrito. accurate and roll, it does keep, work. Keep rolling with it. Keep yeah. playing fun. <laughs> Very good. Very strong. Like that a lot. Big fan of that. Um, but I would imagine that freedom must have kind of rolled into what you've been working on since. You know, we know, correct me if I'm wrong, but the album's maybe not done, but you've finished recording, right? Is that the stage yeah. we're at? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I know you won't want to give away too much at this point, but 
again, that sense of freedom must have been there. And I imagine, well, I guess the question is actually, what have you learned from these previous three songs in that EP that has applied to to moving into this kind of album cycle that's going to be coming up to it? Take it to 11. Pretty much. That's, that. that's what I took from that. Like we did the EP and we were like, just take it to 11. Do it yeah, hard. And we did. Nice. That's how I think yeah, that, about it. that's pretty much what it was. It was, uh, it was, what we do on the EP that we liked and, and, and then just go like, how do we do more of it? Crank to 11. I don't know. That's, that's pretty much, honestly, that's all we really do anyway. Any, any album, any record, any song, just like, how do we do what we do and just crank to 11. But yeah, that, that was definitely like what we, what we did. And uh, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. But I think, I don't know. I think at the helm of my belief about doing the band is that like, there's so much of life where you don't get to do stuff on your terms. So why create an environment where you don't get to do stuff on your terms? So like, you know, why do you become a musician? Is it because you want to work in a cubicle in a box? Like then just get a job that pays you better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like if, if this, the, the big thing that's at the helm, I think of being a musician, I think is like having the freedom to express and be who you want to be like putting boxes and limitations to some degree, obviously there's going to be someone would find some limitation of how you're putting a, some rigidity on it but i think for the most part we try to be as free and open as possible because that's kind of why we did it in the first place is we didn't want to be confined to the norms of a nine to five societal sort of job it's just you, you get to do this stuff so might as well like be as free as you as, as you see fit rather yeah and i guess if you got that kind of mindset did you find that were the tunes coming quick was it was it flowing quite naturally like what was the actual working Never. process kind of like oh really <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mean, no, I mean honestly if, if anyone had the worst time for five weeks or probably longer than that it was definitely me it was i mean i definitely i definitely was like banging my head against the wall but i guess it's also just like it, it comes at a cost because the fact that like if you don't have any rules and you can kind of do what you want to do like then it's like anything's possible and then it's like well what the hell do we do right. um so it definitely is it it, it, it kind of comes at, at, at with the with a negative side effect, but um, yeah, I just think that, I don't know, for me, uh, tunes never come easy, but I think because we're putting so much of ourselves into it, I don't think it's meant to be easy. I think if we're just like logically writing songs or like as a mathematical equation, if we need this, we need this, we need and just like check off boxes, then I think it would be a little bit easier. But when we're trying to like authentically express ourselves, whether it be me with music or Will with like lyrics and vocals, like you have to put a lot more of your sense of self in that. And I think that comes to be a lot harder um i think because you're just really kind of i don't know kind of have to go through it a little bit more versus just like we need to go do this type of thing let's go do this type of thing and then just like you can just mark just check just check the box where we're not really checking boxes it's more so like really trying to authentically create and express ourselves and i think that to me is a route that's a little bit harder at least in my opinion no sure but i mean yeah yeah you, you know you aim high and then that's how you get the bigger rewards right so you get a fuller picture and a fuller record um and will i did want to ask you you know when hellfire came out there was just such a huge really positive reaction to your vocal style and your approach because you know people didn't necessarily know what to expect with a new vocalist and it comes out and it's just really really impactful and you as we said you know big online reaction and all that kind of stuff when you're approaching a fuller record like this did you feel I mean, clearly you must have felt a lot more at ease with it, but I guess what were your approaches to that vocal style on this? Did you did you feel need to mix it up in any way? You know, what what was the approach to developing those vocal lines we're gonna hear? 
I definitely mixed it up, but I added some new things that like I've never done before and I've never really heard anybody do. I, I, I definitely felt like I was more prepared this time for the studio because I knew that I had I knew that I was going to have the freedom to kind of do whatever I wanted. So I went in a lot more prepared lyrically wise, like con like the whole idea behind the album. Like we really tried I really tried to hone in on that before I came in and made sure everything was perfect. Because like I said last time I went in with like all these different I was like, what do I do? You know what I mean? So like this one. I really try to like hone in on that and I think we nailed it, you know, honestly, it, it came out perfect in my opinion. It was uh, being, being prepared is like the game changer, man. You know I'm saying? Obviously it goes without saying, but like I learned on this album, let's put it that way, that to be prepared is, uh, you know, amazing. So I, I, I came in and uh, yeah, that was, we killed it, dude. Is I couldn't ask for a better fucking album. Man, exciting times ahead, exciting times ahead. And of course, beyond the music, let's talk a little bit about live shows before I let you go. Um, so you've got this UK tour, you know, it's, it's going to be coming up in a couple of months. I mean, again, that's another one where you must have noticed how big the reaction's been out here. But if nothing else, the fact that you keep upgrading those rooms, boys, that's got to be a lovely, lovely feeling. You know, get, can't wait, I'm sure, to get out here and play for some UK crowds too, right? Yeah, because like last time we played in the UK, like, the world shut down we had to just go home yeah. like so like literally we like just stayed in the hotel for like four days waiting for our flight and horrible so i'm kind of excited to get back over there and it was just crazy to just like every other like week we're getting email being like do you want to upgrade this venue it's like sure i guess i guess we'll keep upgrading and like what like we were just excited just to play some shows did not think that like it would do as well as it did um it was like let's just play some shows to warm up for bring the rising because like we don't want to just go in like cold and then did not think that like here's this venue oh that's upgrading it's upgrading i think like london upgraded i think three or four times um i don't even know at this point uh which is not to be like arrogant and just like i just can't keep track of things um but it's just crazy to, to, to see that and it's just awesome because like our last uk experience was horrible not because the shows were bad but just because we were just like stuck in a hotel outside the airport like thinking the world's ending and uh so i definitely think I'm really excited to go back over because those shows were, it just sucked because like those shows were like really sick. We only played London and, uh, and Scotland and like both those shows were really, really awesome. And like, we had a good time and then I was like, damn, like just for, as we're just starting to catch a stride, like show's got to stop. So, I mean, I'm definitely excited to, to, to play the show. Thank you once again to Will and Adam for that conversation. And as I mentioned before, they are, of course, on the cover of the latest issue of Rock Sound. It's available right now, along with a world-exclusive T-shirt design. That's right, you won't find it anywhere else. Go and get it at shop.rocksound.tv. I will be back very soon with lots and lots of new interviews to kickstart the new year. Exciting times ahead, so make sure you go ahead and subscribe to the Rock Sound podcast over on SoundCloud, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, or really, wherever your podcasts are available and make sure as well to go and check out the video of our interviews over on the youtube channel this lorna shaw one you can find on our video call playlist so yeah back very soon take care of yourselves in the meantime i'll see you again soon this has been james wilson taylor for the rock sound podcast <laughs>